0: Welcome to Megan's Mega Can with me, Conrad Werner, and over here it is Megan.
1: Hi everyone. Hello. Hi. Uh,
0: How are you doing, Megan?
1: Um, I'm well. I'm about to have a drink, which is good because I'm very cross, but I'll obviously fill you in about that in a second. But I'm not cross with you.
0: No, I know. Yeah. You
1: always look a bit startled. <laughs> I would be surprised like, if you suddenly fault.
0: crossed with me because, like two minutes ago, you were just normal. <laughs> suddenly, you got really angry in the last two minutes about something I'd done. Anyway, and um, uh, we have a very special guest sitting on the other side of the room. It is Daniel Farrell. Uh, Hello. <laughs> a Brexit watcher from <laughs> Ireland who lives in Berlin. Yeah, and. Uh, he has uh, has many concerns. We've invited him on today because we need someone to reassure us about the hard border issue.
1: I I I think we just I we can't I can't understand it. No. I can't even talk about it apparently. So we no. were like, I was thinking, I'm so excited that Daniel's here because I was like, who? Oh. Who can come and explain it to me? I, I just like,
2: hope you're not expecting straight answers on anything. No, but. I don't think anyone's <laughs> expecting straight answers on,
1: on this issue. Okay. Yeah. But
2: well, we're going to talk about something else
0: first, but before we're going to talk the other about the other thing, we're also going to drink some mega cans. What mega cans have we got this week, Megan?
1: We've got the classics because um, in times of upheaval, we need to cling to the things that we know. Yeah. Yeah. Um, they were, uh, 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 they're also on offer. <laughs> so they're cheaper. Um, so options are, and I can't imagine Daniel's ever had a Mega Can. Have you? I haven't, no. No? no. Have You've
0: never
2: had a Mega Can? No. Why? It's a big day. It is a big day. Yeah. Why have you never had a Mega Can? So con? we have okay. the
1: classics. We have two bourbon and colas. One of them is JD, um, Jack, Jack Daniel's for the uninitiated. And the other one is Jim Beam. And we have, of course, the gin and tonic.
2: Okay, Daniel.
1: daniel which one would you like
2: i'll go for the Jim beam and coke Ooh. please thank
1: Can I ask, you no we need to be careful because again i did thank a bit you. of running for buses okay. And such. <laughs> okay i ran for two buses which one do you want
0: uh i'll have the jack Danielson Coke, please
1: Ooh.
0: uh do you know what i saw an alcoholic at, a, at an s-bahn station buying two of these two jd and coke mega cans and i thought like he lied, like a proper alcoholic, he had a really red face and he just looked a bit like, and I thought, yes, he's like the discerning alcoholic. Like, you know, he just yeah. wanted to, he thought he'd had like a it's last. It's
1: also they're quite expensive.
0: Yeah. I think he just sort I of mean, had like enough. a one last vestige of self-respect was that I'm going to drink. I'm
1: not sure that cans are the, fancy the biggest alcohol. market. It depends, of course, which Megacon he was buying. Was it the JD and Coke? Yeah, it was oh, these. Yeah. I, think I don't that's think why. that is it really. That's no. just to keep you kind of awake.
0: You've had two of them.
1: Jeepers. Good luck, Tom. Yeah. All right, everyone. Okay. Gently.
0: Gently. Fire away <laughs> from the microphone.
1: <laughs> away from the equipment.
0: Cheers. Cheers. Cheers, everyone. Point. Right. Oh, oh,
1: thank God. I really oh, need that. It's... And you know why I need it.
0: Yes. So the first thing we're going to talk about <laughs> is this week, um, the Germany's governing coalition between the CDU and the SPD finally got to a compromise over the issue of uh, paragraph 219a in the German Criminal Code. Yes. Which bans uh, advertising
1: abortion. Yeah. So we've talked about this before, this this paragraph, paragraph 219a, which says that you cannot advertise um, for abortion. This is a law that um, Hitler brought in 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 1933. So one of us in this room is partially under Nazi rule, uh, which is super exciting still, because it's yeah. also 218 as well, which is the one that actually governs abortion. Anyway, anyway, um, so this has been debated for like a long time between the uh, SPD and the CDU and the CSU. Yes? Yeah, the and SPD wanted
0: to get rid of it. That's yeah. their official position. A lot of
1: people want to get rid of it. It's it's ridiculous. Um, what it essentially means is that doctors cannot say on their website that they actually um, perform abortions in case someone who wasn't thinking of having an abortion at all stumbles across it and says, I want one of those because that's how pregnant people think. Um and so what people they... have been prosecuted under this. Christina Hainel was charged or fined like six thousand euros because she was like, "F this, I'm putting it up." She's um, a doctor. Yeah, she's a Frauenarzt. She's a gynecologist. Right. Um. So people so, want to get rid of this.
0: Yeah. All the parties apart from the CDU, apart from the
1: CDU and the their, biledish sidekick. <laughs>
0: yeah, the
1: CSU. <laughs> the CSU. Um. But obviously, they're the ones that are like in the, in the, you know, they're the big ones. Yeah. So we have to come to some kind of compromise. Um, because the
0: SPD and the CDU are both in the government, and they both they have to decide how they're going to carry on. So it was like a it was a big issue for a long time. It's like how are they going to sort out this impasse between in the coalition?
1: Yeah. So what they've come to is this sort of like draft amendment to paragraph uh 219a which no one is fully sure exactly what it's going to look like um and also it's not set in stone yet it's going to be voted on on the 6th of february but it is looking likely people are saying that this is going to be the way that they go um so that it looks like basically doctors will be able to um say that they provide abortions but not give any extra information. So the aforementioned gynecologist, Christina Hainel, her website would still be illegal because she allows you to put in your um, email address and then she emails you more so, um, information. So it's
0: still illegal even to ask for information? So it's, it's illegal, illegal to, for, to say you can, you, you can ask for information. It
1: is illegal for doctors um, to provide more information yeah you can go and get it and all that stuff and there are um if you are in the situation in germany and you really um need some information on abortion uh pro familia is a website that you can go on and they have loads of information in german and english and they're really good don't be put off by their name they sound really pro-life and creepy but they're fine pro familia anyway um but doctors are not allowed to provide this information Mm -hmm. because it'll it's like I don't know, making a fancy window dressing in, in you know, Cadevay, yeah. that my friend just sent me a picture of a nice outfit in Cadevay, and it'll be the same. If it's on the website, she'll be sending me pictures, screenshots of abortion yeah. things, and then we'll all want one.
0: I mean, one of the things that Merkel has made us forget is just how Christian the CDU still is, like this especially is the, the party members.
1: And I texted you earlier this week to say, like, I was quite excited when Akaka got the kind of leadership because she was the best of a bad bunch. And then I just remember how much I hate, I really dislike her politics. She's a strict Catholic. She and uh, Marcus Söder, who I think has the most slappable face in German politics. There can't be... <laughs> <laughs> He's just especially
2: when he dresses up. Like he's sure. the leader
1: of the the CSU, the 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 Bayern, yeah. the Bavarian branch of the the CDU, and they were getting together and being like, "We really need to make sure that that this is not going to be just like getting rid of this paragraph through the back door. We have to say that it doesn't go too far." Yeah, that- it's 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 insane. This paragraph is nuts. It was brought in by the Nazis.
0: I know. And it I, suggests
1: yeah. that women and pregnant people are going to have abortions just because they read about it on a doctor's website. It makes no sense.
0: Yeah. But that's what they're all like. I mean, even the, when I went to the Young CDU conference in Kiel last and really, year. Really, can
1: I... I want to be your plus one if you go again. <laughs> Please. I won't wear the T-shirt I'm wearing today, which says it's just for Akaka and it says thank God for abortion.
0: But they, they, yeah, they debated this in the room. Like what was their what their <sighs> position was on it was going to be. And they voted like to be in favour of keeping the ban. They didn't make a debate out it's, of it.
1: This is the thing. And I've been having a lot of debate not about with um about northern irish abortion law kind of online this week and it's it's just that really difficult thing of like y- you can't really argue with christian fundamentalists because being a fundamentalist the whole kind of their whole bag is like not to budge an inch and my only other response is just to like, just like, chant just, hitler hitler, it's hitler at them but that's just I a mean, it's horrible like... horrible thing
0: like, you know, I mean, you can be against abortion, but you've got to know what abortion is. Like, all it is, all the law is saying is that you've there's, here is some information about what abortion yeah. is and where you can get it. It's not yeah. like, yeah. it's it's just, like, it's not advertised. It's not going to be on the side of a bus. I mean, that's... No. I mean, they, they're just really mad. And they, that's what we they said. We all know where advertising
1: think... on the side of buses gets us. <laughs> yeah. No one's going to be doing that again. <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I don't? <know. laughs> It's like they like the CDU are like totally acting like oh this means that you can they'll be like you can buy ten get one free offers and it's like yeah they, they, they put totally that act-
1: really horrible graphic up didn't and they it, but- and
0: it's just all it is is just like a like a thing on a website saying yes exactly they ex- it is, it, 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 abortions exist there is such a thing yeah. as a medical procedure that is an abortion and the, and you can get one here I mean that's all it's saying. Yeah that is like and and now and also it doesn't isn't one of the amendments to the law that there's going to be a list of doctors
1: yes so um, i can't remember the name of the association the medical association something they're going to be able to produce a list of doctors because at the moment what happens is basically
0: it's the bundesarztkammer genau yeah,
1: yeah. The, the the like the the Federal what, what, what what do we there's one in the
0: the chamber of doctors so That'll
1: do it. That'll, that's <laughs> the one. The I think it was like the medical association yeah. or whatever or something. They're going to be able to produce a list. So what happens now is because it's so like shadowy and there's such a stigma attached to it. Most people who want to have an abortion go through the 12 week kind of thing where you have to go. Abortion is a crime here in Germany, but under certain circumstances it's decriminalised. You have to go for a, a mandatory counseling session beratung um the legal mandate of which is to preserve life and then at some point you're kind of given by that person that provider you can be given like a list of people who provide abortions in your area but these lists are like you know they're old kind of tatty things the addresses are wrong um some people are finding in some areas that they're going and that doctor has retired they don't know what to do Um, and you cannot go to the same person you have to first of all find somebody who's going to provide the beratung with the certificate because you have to go with your certificate to say you've been a good girl and gone and talked to them about not having an abortion so that then you can make a choice about your own body some uh, uh, counseling providers refuse to give that if you are unlucky enough to go to one that is like super religious and anti-choice
0: And some places there are only those ones. And some places
1: there are. I mean, Berlin is bad enough um, and it is shocking in in parts of the world. So you cannot go and have your abortion done by the same practitioner or the same service that provides your counselling. Right. You have to then go find another person having to wait three days just in case, you know, fucking Jesus comes and you change your mind. I didn't mean to swear, damn it. Yes, so that's a thing. And also you've got a problem where not that many people are just um, performing abortions anyway. So you've got like, you're not allowed to tell them where they are and they're bloody nowhere to be found anyway, particularly in places like Bavaria, which is quite classic. And also um, abortions are not part of the things that uh, medical students learn to do. It's not on the curriculum. Um, And you
0: can't get them on the Kankenkassa either.
1: No you have to pay. You yeah. can get them in circumstances, certain circumstances and the rules are slightly different for if you are having what they say uh, an abortion with medical indication. So for medical reasons um or an abortion following rape. Um that's slightly different and your and casa will cover those, but um if you are not in you know if you're having what was that comedy sketch it's called one of the bad abortions. Um <laughs> then you have to pay it for yourself. Right. Um, and it's about between sort of three, 500 um, euros. But that's, you know, if you don't have to travel and, and all of that kind of stuff.
0: And so it being not on the curriculum, what are some medical students doing oh, about that? Oh,
1: yes. My, I've met quite a few people here that are in the coolest organisation. And I have my keyring ring. Is like like a, a, a bottle opener of theirs. And it's like a uterus lifting some weights or something it's amazing and they're called berlin medical students for choice who are basically like this is terrible that we're um it's like my two things together students that really want to learn and also like pro-choice it's the most amazing thing that i've ever encountered berlin medical students for choice and they run these they organize these sessions where they outside of the curriculum after school not in their you know time um learn how to do abortions learn how to perform or just abortions. like
0: like in someone's living room
1: no i think on their on their on their campus oh, right, and okay. some of the, it's just not official
0: Oh, uh, it's like a club
1: yeah and it's then like, like the quite a few of their club. professors you know there's least one that's always like, bum, 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 bum. again you know if you teach the doctors how to do it then they're going to go wild they're going to be like taking taking people in off the streets just <laughs> to do them because they love doing abortions
0: right and it's just
1: it's just oh god in heaven
0: so how do they do that how do they teach you students do i
1: don't know there's like you
0: said, there's something about a fruit
1: yeah there's a fruit you can practice on i can't Ooh. remember which one it is maybe it, i it's, can't remember
0: yeah. which fruit it is
1: i don't want to go into because this is the kind okay. of thing that gets me in trouble because okay. then people are like oh you're making like jokes about it which obviously okay. i am but well, i'm I not just, actually making jokes at the expense which of fruit I think it's a papaya, but I think okay. I'm either that or that.
0: Well, we'll check it before we go any further with the fruit. I thing. got
1: almost all the way through that without <laughs> making any kind of boobs where I wasn't able to answer the questions.
0: Sorry.
1: And now you've forced me into <laughs> cornering with this fruit, which I didn't want to talk about anyway. Oh,
0: I thought you wanted to talk about it. Okay, right. Well, I, thought I, I, I'm sorry, I apologize <laughs> for leading you into the fruit alleyway.
1: Anyway, um, the, uh, interestingly, just on a, end, on a on a, a slight side, side note, one of the other amendments to um, this kind of crazy stuff about uh, bodily bodily autonomy and reproductive rights is that they're extending the age that um, young women can claim the pill and other contraception on their cuncasa from yeah, their 20th that? year to their 22nd year. I don't know, because it's nuts otherwise. It's You're just, just a, that's, you hit your 20th year, that's it. Right. Baby time, our birth rate is low.
0: Well, surely they should make that as low as possible, the age, because like, young people can't afford things.
1: No, 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 this is when it cuts off. Oh, right. After 20, after 22 <laughs> now, oh, you are on your see. own. And this is something that right, people okay. don't really understand. And it, is, right. it horrifies me that I pay a lot on my countencutter, and the way that the German medical system is set up, particularly for women, it will give you everything if you mm. want to have a, to breed, which I think is fantastic. They have excellent maternity cover, brilliant support, all of that, loads of funding, yeah. brilliant. I'm sure it's not perfect, but it's a lot better than a lot of places are doing. Because, of course, Germany wants to go and, you know, breed more Germans.
0: Yeah, I know yeah especially, you know, especially the afd the the the
1: <laughs> but um none of your on the other side of that if you maybe don't want to have children none of your contraception is covered by your count casa after the age of 22 um which is horrifying it obviously is um sort of on the on the nhs and um You also have to pay for all, if you want to be responsible and have sexual health testing, you have to pay for all that. Okay. So last time I went in, I had to choose which ones were most likely and just go with those because it was expensive and they had a deal on, I could get two (laughs) two tests for 50 euros. Just realized that um, I told my dad, I'd send him the link to this. He's never listened before. (laughs) I was like, we're going to talk about Ireland. (laughs) okay uh, should i stop talking now
2: well no anyway, if so you what's, want to what's next I mean, on the 6th of february they're say. going
1: to uh it looks likely that these amendments will pass some people are like yes this is a step forward for um for women and, and reproductive rights i disagree i think the only meaningful step forward would be the getting rid of paragraph two one yeah. nine a and the decriminalization of abortion so it can go back to being a decision made privately
0: i know i mean what they should get rid of is, is paragraph 218 the one before which is the one that is criminalizes abortion yeah i mean that's that we have like there's like 218 219 and 219a
1: yeah
0: and what they've done now is like slightly chipped away at yeah. 219a
1: yeah
0: so and it's, it's like, just it's just like, like, tiny and it's,
1: it's it's mollifying And it's all this kind of... What really annoys me, and you've kind of made the point, like they have to come to a compromise on this. They cannot just... The SPD has to kind of... If they're going to keep the coalition together, otherwise we're going to be back next year with no German government where they can't form a coalition. Yeah, Um, it's political. But it's just this politicization of female bodies. It's not okay. Um, And yeah I'm never gonna not be cross about it until that happens
0: I mean it, it will happen eventually. I just think it has to I just from me yeah but eventually it's just have
1: to. you know it's just not it's just not good enough for the like people that are like pregnant right now and don't want to be
0: yeah I don't know how to move on now.
1: well, will we do a segue? <laughs> Will I, I talk about the other a place, place in the world that I'm really, really, really annoyed I'll, I'll, I'll with I'll about do their s- abortion law.
0: A segue to your backstop buddy.
1: My, we weren't going <laughs> to We decided that. not to say that. <laughs> <laughs> sorry. <laughs> oh, sorry. <not>
0: <laughs> um, friend, well, we can segue just in who from. is an expert on. Yeah. Backstop issues from one place <laughs> from, an, from another place. Oh yeah, okay. Yeah,
1: from one place where abortion law is a bit shit.
0: See, if I was a professional, I'd be able to. I'd have come up with something like that straight away. Well, so, I'm moving very on from one today. place. Yeah, yeah, you are. Uh, so moving on from one place <laughs> he where says with no, I think you know, no, so I'm not surprised. I'm, um, uh, you know.
1: Anyway, we're, yeah, we're growing so we,
0: into this. Aren't yeah,
1: we? we are. We are. We're gonna. Right. We're gonna take a, a little journey across to um another place you know, where
0: abortions are, are or
1: even the its situation a, a, a is a awful worst. in northern ireland right. i'm not going to talk about that
0: no we are going to talk about something yeah. happened because because uh, do you remember the last our last podcast i do which was really good wasn't it it was
1: really good mainly yeah. because i didn't talk very much that's <laughs> <laughs> really we, informative <laughs> it, was, it was very
0: informative and it was like really i got messages from people saying "Oh, it was very interesting and learned all this stuff about the eu because we had these brilliant guests on, and so we thought we'd try and keep that going. And we've got another brilliant guest on, yeah. And it fits because this week, uh, Prime Minister Theresa May has uh, won like some kind of amendment. I can't remember if it was the Brady amendment or the
2: other. Was the, it the Brady, Brady amendment? Yeah, yeah. that's right. Yeah. So she won that. Oh, fuck
1: is Brady.
2: He's uh, Graham Brady. He's the head of the it's the 1922 committee and the it's like the committee of backbenchers in the Conservatives. It's
0: yeah. 19-
1: <laughs> oh, God. So she
0: won the Brady Amendment, and that means that she they want to go back to the EU. She said that she's got a mandate to go back to the EU mm-hmm. to renegotiate a deal which everyone in the EU says it's impossible to renegotiate. Exactly. And the one thing that they want to renegotiate in the deal is the Irish border question, also known as the backstop. Yeah, exactly. So, <laughs> I'm sorry. even sorry. though it's not impossible, to renegotiate it according mm-hmm. to the EU, yes. What uh, what is the like? What is Theresa May's position on the backstop? The <laughs> How actually, long do you have? What does no. she actually want?
2: I mean, basically, like she negotiated. I mean, she as the the, the head of government, they, she negotiated this deal with the EU that was signed off in December. All good. It included the backstop, and May, uh, Theresa May, was you know, having signed off on it, theoretically in favour of the backstop or at least kind of willing to support it. Um, She came back, there was the vote a few weeks ago in the House of Commons, the deal was rejected um, and the, you know, the EU was basically saying, okay, like, you have to tell us what you want, like, what, effectively you have to tell us what, what do you want that'll mean you can get a majority in the House of Commons for this deal to get it through. She then comes back and says, what we will get it through will be if you reopen the negotiations and we remove this backstop that we spent two years like agonizingly negotiating. Yeah. Um, and, and that was the
0: main issue in the whole of the yeah, negotiations, exactly. Everyone, yeah. All the yeah. other things could be more or less sorted
2: out, but mm-hmm. the backstop was the one exactly, yeah, yeah, really yeah. Difficult. yeah. And I mean, she's she effectively turned on herself within the space of a week because she was talking in favor of the backstop up until last week um saying that it had to be part of the deal as the eu was saying i mean her, her and the eu to a certain extent were singing from the same hymn sheet on that um while she was trying to get it through the house of commons and then all of a sudden she says i mean officially it wasn't a government amendment this brady amendment it was put forward by graham brady um not by by the government but i mean it was kind of seen as being supported by her so i mean she effectively as i said was turning on herself and then yeah. asking MPs to vote against something she had spent two years negotiating and that she had been supporting up until a few days before. Right Um, So her position on As I took to answer Your actual question Her position on the board The backstop Is a little bit confused I just
1: think She must be Much like when you're going Through awful periods In your life You're just taking it Day by day But that's Whatever is going to Get you through the day Is what Theresa May Is going for She's slipping on Her kitten heels In her hallway Every morning Mm -hmm. She's looking herself In the mirror And she's just like Theresa Just one step Get to to five o'clock Just get to the end of the day Just Mm -hmm. actually Just get to coffee time Do whatever you have to do To get to that So that just seems to be What she's doing at the moment
2: No that's I mean that's what like You you hear kind of Like a a, a lot of people Are kind of saying You know (laughs) Is this some part of some kind of, you know, crazy theory that she's actually or a strategy that she's actually ten steps ahead of everybody, or is she literally just trying to make it to lunchtime every day right. and just kind of thinking <laughs> thinking kind of hour by hour of what will keep me in power, yeah. what will keep not so much keep me in power, what will keep the show on the road and yeah, what will
1: like, stop this descending yeah. into apps
2: Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean it's I mean, possible she's have just yeah. Exactly. Or, <laughs> I or an extension to article 15. Oh, right. yeah. <laughs>
0: so yeah so like, like the problem is mm-hmm. that they would have to stay in the customs union right
2: that is what the backstop is partly yeah i mean the, the original but that's, that's why you need a border to um, check people coming across it's not the only customs. the customs union it's, okay. it's slightly more complicated than that it's kind of Partly the customs union but also partly the single market. So the customs union is what kind of regulates effectively goods coming in from outside of the EU or outside of the customs union into the EU. Right. Um so if the Republic of Ireland was in the EU and therefore in the customs union and if Northern Ireland wasn't, goods would have to be checked because you effectively can't have a customs you can't have two separate customs regimes beside each other without some kind of barrier in between Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. right the other aspect of that then is the single market um which which is is kind of within which is kind of the internal market within the eu so everything that's made anywhere within the eu can be sold anywhere within the single market because
1: the same regulations apply that's about the goods going out out, of, out out, with, it,
2: not, not so much outside of the EU, outside of, say, a member state, but to anywhere else within but the But that EU. would then
1: start to if Northern Ireland is no longer... Exactly, apart. yeah. I can't yeah. even say yeah, that, not like that sentence, Holy God, it's one thing saying Britain leaves. Northern yeah,
2: Northern Ireland, <laughs> Ireland leaving, I know. And I mean, there you get into all things like environmental regulations, you know, employment regulations... It, they're called SPS sanitary and phytosanitary. So it's effectively veterinary checks on animals to right. make sure that they've met the you know the single market standards on raising raising animals and um, okay things like that. So <sighs> there's kind of those two aspects. So within the backstop, the EU's original plan was that effectively only Northern Ireland would stay within kind of the customs union and then within aspects of the single market that in the, that are necessary in order for the border to remain open. So it wouldn't officially remain within the single market, but it would remain in the areas that are required in order to keep a, a border open. This was not acceptable to the DUP, which is the Northern Irish Party, which props up Theresa May's uh, minority government.
0: So, if it had been acceptable, if if the DUP was irrelevant,
2: so would that have
0: been okay then? What a (laughs) world! (laughs) If only that election in 2017
2: had never happened. Um, What a different world we'd be in. Yeah, I mean, it's possible that there would have been a lot of protest among um, Tories in 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 the house of commons anyway like apart from the dup that they might not have been happy with the idea of northern ireland being within a separate regime to the rest of the uk it's unlikely there would have been as much opposition i mean it's, it's kind of a what if of history we'll never know but it's unlikely there would have been as big like as kind of um right as big opposition as there is now um but yeah there is there is that opposition basically um because they they the dup and and a lot of um a lot of, not, not only Tory MPs, but a lot, a lot of MPs um, kind of across both parties, I suppose they're all parties, um, are unhappy with that idea that Northern Ireland would effectively be in a separate regulatory regime to the rest of the UK. And do you think that
1: unhappiness with the people that are not the DUP with, like, mm-hmm. the, 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 the mainland parties, yeah. <laughs> I don't <laughs> really mean that, yeah. but... Um, is that like a genuine concern like thing about Northern Ireland or is it more like we wanted our big Brexit this and we're the, going to have a big this Brexit? Is, this
2: is the big question because it, it's now coming down to basically given after the Brady Amendment, Theresa May is basically going back to the EU now and saying, if you, you know, give me some kind of time limit on the backstop or remove the backstop or change it in some way, I promise you I'll get a majority. But the majority against the deal two weeks ago was so big that the, it's very unlikely that the only opposition to the deal is based on the backstop, which is kind of what the EU is thinking now, because they're saying, OK, we could give you, you know, we can concede on the backstop and we'll say, OK, we'll limit it to five years. We'll limit it to 10 years or whatever. But if they do that, Theresa May goes back in two weeks and then they, they vote down the deal again. And then she comes back looking for something else. And then they've given up something for nothing because it hasn't mm-hmm. got the deal through. So. Like that's kind of, that's where we're at now is basically Theresa May saying, if you give me concessions on the backstop, I'll get it through. The EU is kind of saying, I don't really think so because the opposition is so big um, that it's, it's unlikely that that's the yeah. only reason that there's such a big majority against the deal.
0: And at the moment, like basically everyone is sleepwalking into a no deal situation, yeah. right? Like the, uh, does that mean inevitably... If mm-hmm. there's a no deal, that means there will have to be a hard border
2: immediately I mean, uh, on
0: March 30th. There will have to be a
2: hard border. That's that's also kind of one of the big, the big unanswered questions. I mean, and it, it's where the the EU and kind of Ireland's position can be seen as being a little bit problematic because they're pushing so much for this backstop, which is designed to prevent a border, but in the end, refusing to make concessions on the backstop could help. Or could prevent the deal being passed, which, mm-hmm. in effect, would end up bringing in exactly what the backstop is designed not to do, and um, which would be it would sorry it's have I, I think there's a lot of double negatives in there. <laughs> so if no, I, if, if, I, if I the understand. deal fails if the deal fails because of opposition to the backstop, yeah, you, you could argue then that the backstop has effectively done exactly what it was meant to prevent, which was bring in a hard border. If the oh, UK exactly. leaves without a deal, because if it leaves, you know, it's a, it's a cliff edge on the 29th of March, they leave. <laughs> you know kind of by effect of law they just are not the UK is no longer a member Ireland you know the, the the government is saying basically we're not under any circumstances going to implement a border and um, because we don't want one and it's you know it's um for all, all the other reasons they've given in terms of the peace process but then Ireland as a member of the EU and therefore a member of the customs union and the single market is required to protect the external border of mm-hmm. that because you're doing it on behalf of the whole EU mm-hmm. so then Ireland is under pressure to you know to control the border in some way um and that's kind of as of yet i mean the the irish government is still saying we're not going to um implement a border so it's kind of you know so that that's the Irish the government wouldn't
0: so it wouldn't be irish police mm-hmm. customs officers at the border it would be uh uk ones um
2: ones. i mean if it, if if it's okay. the the Irish government oh, on sorry. behalf of the EU,
1: never own police service. Sorry, it's called the PSNI. It's a it's a thing.
0: Sorry, <laughs> I, like I knew this would happen. You gotta say something <laughs> stupid. It's all right. But it's kind
1: of you, you know,
0: I get mixed up. Go on, carry on. I don't want to ruin the flow.
2: Like,
1: well, that could be taken as a, a metaphor just <laughs> for, for, the last for years <laughs> <laughs> of what you been doing right. in <laughs> right. mm-hmm. I'm sorry. So um, yeah. So
0: what? So there would be. Okay. Right. So there. Would I mean, be... this
2: this is is kind of like one of the sort of awkward unanswered questions. I mean, one of the million unanswered questions of Brexit, because the the European Commission, the the European Commission spokesperson came out last week and said, sort of. Oh well, of course. If there's no deal, there'd have to be some kind of controls, which is kind of broke with the EU's united position of that never happening. But I mean, he so was can kind I of ask actively... it, uh, like a question.
1: Yeah. I'm thinking of and it. it might be very obvious, but mm-hmm. why are the EU keen for the the backstop to happen? Like, why are they not just being like, nah?
2: Just put you up left, a border.
1: Put up a border. Is it? It's. I
2: mean, it's effective. I mean, it's out of solidarity with Ireland, which okay. is as okay. a remaining okay. member. Okay. General. Right. I mean, um, because like if if the uk leaves obviously yeah again i mean th- there is there is that issue of the border but there's the special case of northern ireland which yeah. you know I- I- ireland right from the beginning was able to kind of make that a central issue of the whole okay. negotiation process a negotiation process that um you know it's just not feasible or um in any way desirable to have a border on the island of ireland so we need to find a solution yeah. um to brexit that you know, means that there doesn't need to be um, a hard border or any kind of border, really. Um, and the EU has basically stood with Ireland on that the whole time, like the other 26 member states. Um, so you have effectively on the 26, 27 in total, including Ireland, um, arguing one thing. The UK, on the other hand, I mean, they're, they're, they've they're been saying right from the beginning that they don't want to have a hard border either, or any any border, sorry, no one wants the border. But the backstop came about because basically the UK just sort of kept saying, we don't want a border, we don't want a border. And then the EU says, OK, yes, but we need some kind of legal framework for this. You can't just sort of say you don't want a border because <laughs> you can't have the customs union single market functioning as they yeah. do without protecting the external borders of it.
1: Yeah.
2: Um. so kind of nice promises in summits are one thing, but actually a legal um, kind of a le- legally enforceable um, commitment to no border is what the backstop is. In the case oh, that God. after Brexit the future relationship isn't so close that there wouldn't need to be a border anyway, <laughs> so it's only meant as a in, fallback in option. It's not that meant. In the
1: Brexit might damage the relationship. Yeah, in the case really? that yeah, yeah Okay. In the and case that the those unicorns evil. don't arrive after twenty ninth of March. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay.
2: This is the the back. So all the backstop is the fallback option. No one wants it because the idea is that after the UK leaves. Well, first, there'll be the two-year transition period where right, nothing changes. Right, because I can't
1: understand why it's called a backstop. Mm-hmm. This is, why is it not just called, like, border plan? Because,
2: because what it is, fallback. is it's a fallback option, yes, exactly. So, basically, when the UK leaves at the end of March, there's supposed to be the two-year transition period. Stop speaking tentative language. Sorry, if, if, sorry, language, if, I sorry, yeah. if the UK leaves the EU on the 29th of March, um, you know, um, it's it's uh, dependent on the fact that the deal would be passed. Then there would be this two-year transition period where the EU, the UK has officially left the EU. It's theoretically a third country. It's not considered a member state, but to all intents and purposes, nothing will change. It will effectively be considered a member state. It'll agree to, or would agree to, enforce all the single market rules, all the customs union rules, um, everything, any new regulations or laws that are created by the EU over that two-year period, the UK would be... Um, would have to implement the idea being then that during those two years, the EU and the UK will come together again to negotiate their future relationship. Because up to now, we've only been negotiating with, like the divorce settlement or kind of the withdrawal from the EU. Yeah. So then the future relationship, sweet I Jesus. know it's barely begun, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. there's more. There's a lot more to come, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so that they'll, over the two years, negotiate their future relationship with the aim being that that future relationship will be so close that there won't be a need for a hard border. Right.
0: Yeah. They could just do that. Right. Why don't they have a future relationship where the UK is still in the EU? But you can't. (laughs) Well, that would would solve all the problems. They could leave the EU
2: for like a day and And then then just just, just join again. Just print the blue passwords for a few months and then but come the back. But the backstop, in, yeah. they
1: kind of have to arrange in case.
2: In case the future relationship isn't a backstop because it's told just you a fallback option. To have him on. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Is
0: it, uh, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm it's like... still a
1: little confused because it's very complicated and also yeah. I'm like two thirds of the <laughs> magazine. <to> the <laughs> so it's always that point in the evening where I'm yeah. like, right? Is it? Do I need to? No, listeners mm-hmm. will understand you're just drunk <laughs> Megan. Yeah. don't ask any more questions for clarification yeah. i mean as long as you just do... listen back yeah. <laughs> Listen back afterwards you'll get it the okay. most important thing now
0: is that you feel like you understand yeah. and then, well, if exactly. you, whether you do or not you know you will understand yeah, yeah. i did manage to... i can i i wanted to talk about drones okay, <laughs> <laughs> okay. everyone's favorite topic drones yeah. are cool yeah and that is like, everyone mm-hmm. says, oh, you don't, you can't have a border because, you know, it would be like, politically yeah. really bad. Mm-hmm. But you could just have a few drones and uh, satellites mm-hmm. and there's all these technological solutions. Why, why can't we just do that?
2: Because uh, it's one of those things that sounds nice, but it's just not practical and it's not real. It's not As realistic. I said before,
1: they can't manage to get the correct TV clip on the, <laughs> on the <seniors>. yeah. <laughs> So the idea that we're going to have some magical... Yeah. Bordering space mm-hmm. between Northern Ireland yeah. and yeah. no,
0: yeah. I mean, well, no... it would be. Can mm-hmm. I just just to defend the satellites for mm-hmm. one second? They would have a. They have. The, the, I, what I understand is that the uh, truck drivers would mm-hmm. have a transponder, okay, on their trucks, yeah, and then the satellite would be able to tell where that truck is, yeah and then they could tell when once it's crossed the border and they said oh now you've crossed the border yeah now we have to check your whatever you've got your pineapples or whatever
2: mm-hmm. yeah is that not it's it? like i th- I mean I, i'm in no way an expert on the technical side i think there is an argument to be made that a lot of, some of the customs union stuff could certainly be done by um with technology and with kind of, you know, pre-registration, a lot of stuff kind of online. Yeah. You could or do checking, a lot of that checking
0: things in warehouses.
2: That, or checking that. stuff in warehouses. There's an argument to made that 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 is feasible, but the problem is that you can't do veterinary checks on animals by a dro- via a drone or you can't check drone, yeah. yeah, environmental standards, you maybe can't check, you future. know. Um, yeah, maybe maybe in the future, but and I mean this is this is like one of the steps before the backstop would kick in <laughs> one of the steps theoretically before the backstop would kick in are there's this kind of a commitment that both sides will like explore the technical right. uh, direction but everyone really knows oh, it's not actually oh, so it's like, realistic so that's why again the backstop would kick in if it's required which it probably would be right and it's also people are yeah
1: it's not it's 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 yeah no that's it's, roads exactly yeah it's a it's a 500 and yeah it's a it's a 500 kilometer like an border interesting yeah. area yeah. it's got a very interesting history like don't think people really understand they think like we're talking about you know you see these big borders and whatever Chicks, you're talking yeah, about yeah. a road that like yeah. will be crossing and if another car comes you have to get up on, on the verge the yeah. right. like these are not yeah, yeah. It's, uh,
2: and it's, it's on a border that's like been there for hundreds of years that, that there's kind of two different cultures on the other you know on both sides and it sort of no, in like a way it makes sense it's of, a 500 kilometer border that winds its way through fields I mean people's houses are cut in half by the border there's <laughs> there's places where like you know there's the church is in on one side and the graveyard is on the side of the border I mean this, you know this isn't yeah. like the US Canada border or something like that I mean it's it Like, it. there's no, in most places, there's not, like, natural geographical features that separate it or anything. I mean, these are old Irish county borders that go back hundreds of years. They don't make any sense yeah. these days. So, I mean, policing it from a, even a technical point of view is going to be virtually impossible. There's, like, basically nobody knows how many crossing points there are. Like, the Irish government yeah. and the Northern Irish government tried, I think, last year to, like, actually do a, so account, a census or a count. <laughs> and, I mean, and they both came to some sort of a figure. But, I mean, a lot of them are, like, back roads or, like, the little lane up to so-and-so's house. Yeah, or, and like, you know, I mean, yeah. how... Yeah. Um, so, from a technical point of view, even, um, guarding it would be incredibly difficult. Let alone, if, if there is a border and there's border infrastructure, it's going to become a target for paramilitaries and for
1: um... I mean this is the other thing like we're all mm-hmm. sort of like having, having, having a laugh yeah. <laughs> because there's not really much else to do mm-hmm. but like it's incredibly horribly serious and I am deeply mm. worried about the implications of, of anything approaching a hard border mm-hmm. or really any change to what has been a hard fought for and hard negotiated yeah. for like shaky shaky piece Piece, um, that has happened like throughout my my lifetime and like it's 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 really difficult to sort of explain like how how awful it is to think having grown up you know in in we're getting anywhere in in Northern Ireland was really difficult and involved my dad quite often being pulled over because he you know (laughs) sorry daddy um they thought he looked a bit suspicious because he was a big man with a beard and you know sometimes they'd wave us on if you saw the kids in the back or like if you were going somewhere you'd have to go through sort of roadblocks and um and all that and that was still when we were in the this sort of the the eu that was kind of post Mm -hmm. that so the the thought that it's going to go back to even before i can Mm -hmm remember like mm-hmm. we can get to Dublin airport in like an hour and a half yeah. no, from our yeah. Half, that's it, yeah yeah, yeah. It, yeah it's and it's yeah it sounds like a small thing but that mm-hmm. is it's it's a you know it is a sort of a unifying thing that mm-hmm. like Northern Irish people use Dublin airport I know that yeah, sounds no, stupid but like yeah. it's it's there's it's more important. to it than the economic it's so side much more it's, that, yeah. you know like we've already had a car bomb outside the courthouse in Derry. Yeah. Even reading that headline yeah. plunges me back to a time that I do not want to go back to. And you have to understand, like this is Northern Ireland has not had a government for um, about seven hundred and yeah, must be fifty yeah. seven hundred and fifty yeah. or so days. Mm-hmm. We don't even get into the Guinness Book of Records because we have basically <laughs> direct rules. Well, that we don't yeah. even get that fun. Yeah which I think I mentioned before, I'm very cross about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, anybody... So we, we're we under what some people would, um, I mean, it, it's not technically, but what some people who are opposed, who who feel like Northern Ireland is an occupied territory, they would see as a sort of direct rule from Westminster, mm-hmm. which is not what anyone sort of wanted yeah. or you know, what a large part of, of, mm. of the um, population wanted for over two years um, and now there is discussion of a, of a hard border it can't mm-hmm. not yeah. like yeah. cause massive issues it's
2: yeah, yeah. I mean like I, I've heard it described before that like as things stand now with the Good Friday Agreement like the island of Ireland functions simultaneously as one country and yeah. as two countries yeah so like if you're uh and
1: it's an amazing thing that they've managed Yes, yeah, exactly
2: yeah. yeah i mean if you're like a, a nationalist growing up in northern ireland who would you know would kind of broadly rather have a united ireland you can okay you're unhappy that you're you know kind of you know, you're you're, you're Part of the UK, but you can say, "Well, look, the border is open. I can go down to to the Republic whenever I want. My kids can study in Dublin or in Cork yeah. or Galway, wherever or I can live. Or you the can just cross the border exactly. whenever you, you know want. There's no in, like yeah,
1: um, yeah, in Fermanagh or yeah, like... exactly.
2: Yeah, you can live in one, work in the other, in mm-hmm. the other, whichever." You can also live in Northern Ireland only by having an Irish passport and all your rights are protected. Mm -hmm. You're just as you know, you're you're not a second class citizen for only having an Irish passport. Or if you're growing up as a unionist in Northern Ireland, you can say, okay, the border is open. But I mean, I'm still in the UK, which is my country. And that's what I'd rather it be. You know, so I mean, it's kind of it's not an ideal solution. But I mean, everyone is more or less, the majority of people are more or less satisfied with the situation that they can just get on with their lives in peace Mm -hmm. and have you know their their own traditions and culture respected and then you know this is based on you know it's a complicated situation Mm -hmm. but i mean it's based on both sides kind of recognizing each other and acknowledging the legitimacy of the other side and then brexit just flies in the face of all that because it's kind of back to this like Mm -hmm. you know one nation kind of sovereignty based nationalism that isn't compatible with the Good Friday Agreement, basically. And
1: the person who is responsible for speaking for Northern Ireland's position on this mm-hmm. is, of course, Arlene Foster, who mm-hmm. is um, the leader of the DUP, who is I'm trying to say this in like a non thing, but you know, she's not been able to form, her party's not been able to form a power sharing agreement. Um, her deputy first minister quit over her refusal to resign over the Mm -hmm. energy scandal Mm -hmm. which although it is a hilarious (laughs) tale but tragic I will not get into it right now
2: that might need its own podcast in itself oh dear dear god
1: (laughs) Um, so anyway yes this big scandal that she refused Mm -hmm. to that she was kind of the minister in charge of the department that it happened in refused to resign so the whole government collapses over two years ago and she is, you know, like an absolute refusal to consider, you know, she's, she's just like, we, we will not accept anything other than just like her kind of hardline mm. unionist sense, like we, won't, we don't want to be different from from, the, from Britain in, in mm. any possible way, so she doesn't want any of this kind of concessions that would have a bit more of a fluid border between the two.
0: Was she pro-Brexit? Was she always pro-Brexit?
2: The DUP were pro Brexit, yes.
1: Yeah, because they're mad. Like they yeah. are. Like that's the thing with the DUP. You are dealing with um, um, religious fundamentalists, and not not people who are uh, capable of nuanced argument. Uh, that's an awful mm-hmm. thing for me to say, but I've said it now.
2: And I mean, the thing is, that like the only voice Northern Ireland has in the debate is the DUP in yeah. Westminster. Despite the fact that a majority of people in the North voted exactly, remain in the first what place. I, to say. And the GP, Fossett, I mean, you... they were the single biggest party in the North, but there is a 30-ish percent they have. I mean, they don't even represent a majority. Um, uh,
1: no, I can't imagine they uh, yeah. would. But I, that is what makes me so angry that she is so committed to her mm-hmm. fundamentalist values that despite... She has no mandate from the Northern Irish people. We voted, not in as big a margin as Scotland, but we voted to remain in the EU. So I don't know what she thinks she is doing.
2: Mm -hmm. I guess
1: she's not technically our first minister. So she's just going Mm -hmm. to like, because no one wants to work with her because she Mm -hmm. can't do her job. (laughs) (laughs) On that issue, and despite, and, and there's other issues as well. Like she just refuses to, do her job as a politician which is as an elected politician which is to reflect the will of the people the vast like a majority a significant majority of people in northern ireland um support um marriage equality uh which we don't have in northern ireland um and support the the loosening of the abortion laws um and don't support uh brexit Mm -hmm. and she is merrily going to Westminster and fighting against all of those things with it doesn't seem to
2: yeah and it, it, it's kind of there's a massive contradiction in their position because on one side they're saying they don't want Northern Ireland to be in any kind of a diff- different regime to the rest of the UK on the backstop and yet, on the other hand, they're happy for there to be no abortion or same sex marriage in Northern oh, Ireland. Yeah. They're happy, for, you know, like Northern Ireland already functions under the Good Friday Agreement. It already is different. It functions under a different regime anyway. But when it comes to, um... This like, is veterinary problem checks problem on animals, it, it ports, it's a problem.
0: Uh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, we, the
1: DUP is essentially the after. Is it? Like, I don't
2: know. no, they it, would be.
1: Uh, if we were Not going sure I'd go, to go that maximum, far, no, but. but that's only Muslims. because we don't have. um a big islamic population in northern ireland i would say if Mm. they did they'd be against those two Mm. they would Um, like they are sorry i don't want to make like a Mm. a a stupid parallel but they are similar in terms of it is very difficult to reason with people and they're not anti democratic i do i do actually retract that statement sorry (laughs) i (laughs) mean i've had about seven eighths of my mega can Charlie probably wouldn't understand because <laughs> she's freebie and they don't drink. Maybe she, that's what she needs.
0: Yeah. Um, I wanted to ask: uh, mm-hmm. Is there what to what extent was mm-hmm. EU membership a part of the Good Di- Good Friday Agreement?
2: Um, I like I, I think it, it's something that people have maybe overstated a little bit over the past two years. I mean, it was ne- like the EU wasn't really directly involved, as far as I understand, in the negotiations for the Good Friday Agreement or anything like that. I mean, um it it's not like it wasn't they weren't it did like the eu as an institution or whatever didn't play a huge role in it but a lot of the kind of practical functioning of the good friday agreement is based on the assumption that both um both jurisdictions are within the eu because it's it's the customs union and the single market that enabled the border to be completely open um as it is now i mean you you have this the this the common travel area between the UK and Ireland, which has existed since Ireland got independence in 1922. What does that mean? What does the common
0: travel? The common travel area mean?
2: is basically an agreement between, like, the UK and Ireland, that, like, both governments recognise the citizens of the other as their own citizens, more or less. So, as an like, an Irish person can go to the UK, and you can just automatically, you know, register to vote. You can you automatically have access to the NHS and social welfare, all of that, that kind of stuff. Um and the exact same thing is true for British citizens who move to Ireland, you're automatically entitled to vote. You can you know, you can access everything you're like you can live in the other with the passport. You can live, you know, an Irish person can live in the UK only on an Irish passport for their whole lives and they can still access all services. Um and obviously that the, the same applies the other way as well. Um so, so I mean, was all,
0: that was all set out in the Good Friday. Agreement. That's, I mean, that's existed.
2: So that's basically okay. always been there. I mean, even okay. since since the like the um, the, the 26 counties got independence in 1922, I mean, neither <laughs> so, yeah just being very politically correct <laughs> um, um, um since I mean there's just like there's there, there was never sort of one time when the two sat down and said okay let's have the, the common travel area treaty it's just kind of an, an understanding between the two jurisdictions that like it's in everyone's interest just to have this you know we yeah. want to be Ireland wants to be independent but I mean look we're so intertwined over the centuries there's no point in having barriers between the two which has parallels to today um but EU membership certainly like helps in the kind of practical day to day functioning of the Good Friday Agreement. Uh, to come back to the question, so um, be- because you know because of both jurisdictions being in the customs union and the single market, there's no need for this border.
1: Yeah.
2: Um, and the the EU has also provided like m- like hundreds of millions of euro in funding for um, peace programs within Northern Ireland and kind of cross border initiatives um so it wasn't directly involved in the the signing of the good friday agreement or anything but i mean it it has helped um definitely to facilitate the working of it and i mean the eu has committed i think to continue funding programs in northern ireland at least until the end of the kind of current funding cycle beyond that i'm not fully sure but um like the eu is kind of committed to the good friday agreement and that's certainly been one of their arguments like the eu's arguments all along is that they want to protect The Good Friday Agreement, because I mean, the EU in itself is basically a massive peace project. And uh, anyway, so what
0: uh, what do you think about how the EU has handled Mm -hmm. this situation, the EU27, as they're called? Yeah.
2: I mean, I think it, it's been incredible that they've actually managed to maintain a united position on one issue for so long. Because yeah. that's, that's that's not something that happens saying. very often in the that's EU the yeah. um, or pretty much ever. I mean, if you look at any of the other big issues facing the EU at the moment.
1: I think it's just because it's such a like no brainer. I think, like, but, I mean, they're part just like, like, can't imagine yeah. that you've done this. So let's try and.
2: I think it's because it's kind of like, OK, if you look, I mean, the, the big issues like, you know, the kind of migration debate, or like finishing the eurozone, or any of these other sort of big issues on on the EU's plate at the moment, there are you know massively kind of opposing opinions. But when it came to Brexit, it kind of <laughs> it kind of became more existential, and it was suddenly like, okay, yes, you know, Germany and Italy don't agree on migration, but actually the last thing we want is the single market and you know the last thing we want is the EU to collapse I mean it's kind of yeah. you know yeah. it's it became yeah. sort of existential f- for the EU so suddenly people are like okay look we don't agree on this this or this but like we don't actually want the EU to collapse we want to make sure that it stays united yeah um, I think that's
0: really good I mean I've been really yeah. surprised by that because yeah. so like two years ago mm-hmm. everyone was saying oh if, yeah. if Britain leaves then all the other countries might want mm-hmm. to leave as well. Exactly, and they'll, yeah. They'll, they'll well, be, they'll they will be a bigger, yeah. they, bigger Even if they had an idea <laughs> yeah, yeah. of it, a <laughs> yeah. little inkling, they're looking <laughs> yeah, at this <laughs> like,
1: no, let's no, not do that. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. I, I think, that think it's we're grand, gone. actually. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, no, no, yeah. we're all right. We're just, I'll just stay where I am, thanks. Yeah. Yeah.
2: yeah. No, but yeah. I mean, it is, it is incredible that they've actually managed to, to, to maintain a united front <laughs> on one issue for so long. I mean, you can argue that, I mean, up till now it's been relatively straightforward. It's been kind of, there's been no costs for the other member states to do that, to kind of stand by Ireland. Yeah. And, you know, when push comes to shove over the next couple of weeks, there'll be more pressure on Ireland maybe to relent a little bit on the backstop to, you know, to get it through. But I mean, um, up to now, there's certainly been been unity. And I mean, even up till today, I mean, there have been tiny little cracks here and there, but they've always been slapped down. I mean, the the Polish foreign minister came out last week and suggested maybe there should be a time limit on the backstop. But he was just like immediately told, like, no. By a lot of the other members, well, groups, that's by the what commission, Boris Johnson you know. says,
0: isn't he? He says like, "Oh, they're going to say that now." Yeah, but in yeah, the, I mean, that's still kind of March 28th, the, the kind of we They're going to yeah. give in. That's
2: what the, that's, they think that the EU is bluffing. Mm-hmm. I mean, th- there is always that argument. and I mean, yeah, the the, the EU often, you know, it, it takes these kind of four AM summits in Brussels. You know, when they all come yeah. out, kind of bleary eyed. You know, it, it takes that often to get um, to get something through. But I mean, in this case it's not so much maybe a disagreement on one policy issue between two member states. It's effectively one member state versus, not versus, but in having a disagreement with a member member state that's with a country that's leaving. So, I mean, you know, if you're within the club, like the EU wants to be able to show that if you're in the club, we kind of stand by you and we'll stand by our member states over a country that's leaving that has chosen to leave. And is going to be a third country as of the next day or whenever the, whenever it would be. Um, so like there'll certainly be you know maybe some pressure for for changes or whatever but i mean so far the, the eu has um stayed unified and i mean it has i suppose maybe the whole debate has maybe made people across europe realize oh actually yeah this this whole thing isn't so bad you know like <laughs> this, yeah. you know um, and this is what awaits us if we want to leave as well let's you know.
1: not yeah it's embarrassing yeah, yeah.
0: okay mm-hmm. good I think I think we covered everything. Do
2: you feel like yeah, we've solved it? I just have
1: one point, and actually leads oh, in quite okay. nicely mm-hmm. to what Daniel just said. Yeah, was about um, people across Europe thinking like, oh, well, maybe the EU is not that bad. At all. Mm-hmm. you know, and we talked in our last podcast uh, two weeks ago a lot about kind of some of the problems in the EU, mm-hmm. and sometimes people think that it's like these kind of old people in Brussels, these old mm-hmm. white guys in Brussels, just mm-hmm. making all these things. And then we talked about. Um, the fact that hopefully, maybe one possible silver lining of Brexit is people will actually get really involved with mm-hmm. sort of like European, you know, and actually voting, yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah, in these
1: European elections, yeah, yeah. And there's one coming up, isn't there? On the
2: in May, and twenty seventh of 27th May. May, yeah, it's, it's, yeah, yes, twenty sixth in Germany, yeah.
1: Um, and we mentioned on the podcast last week that. Uh, we were going to try and work out how you vote in Germany because we weren't sure for this if you're mm-hmm. like not registered as a German person to vote. Mm-hmm. And weirdly, I was trying to remember what it was that we'd said to yeah. to listeners. So I was going to try <laughs> and find out. I was like, we will have information on that. <laughs> and today, I got a letter.
2: I got it this week as well. Yeah. yeah. So you will get yeah.
1: a letter if you are registered here, and um, you will get a letter to your to your to your home address. Presumably, if you are an EU. Uh, citizen, mm-hmm. um, I'm hoping it's going to apply to everyone in May. Yeah. Oh God! Yeah. Uh, but if you are, then um, you have to do actually have to go and register somewhere. Don't worry. Yeah. By I think 5th
0: the fifth of, of May. Who yeah. you? Who, who do you mean by you?
1: So anyone who gets a letter,
0: mm-hmm. right? So that's EU citizens. EU not citizens. German, non-German exactly, citizens,
2: non-German. Exactly. the Germans are getting. I mean, I think the yeah. these Germans yeah. would be registered anyway because I think. Yeah. The, the I got a letter.
1: I forget you German. <laughs> oh, yeah, well then, yeah. then you Some would people do. Would, yeah. I think that's
2: a compliment. Because I think the I idea think. is you can... Sometimes I forget
1: your English. <laughs> <laughs> that's even more of a compliment.
2: I think the idea is that as an EU citizen, you can choose to vote in your home state or right. the ah, state yeah, where okay. you live. Yeah. Yeah, that's I mean, I great. glanced at this yesterday. Yeah, yeah. so, so do I then go on the 5th of so May and... So if you're... You're, I'm, I'm. You're here based on the basis of an, as being an Irish citizen. i well, thank God! Yeah, yes, yeah. I am. So yeah. <laughs> so then, yeah, you have the choice to either go to Ireland to vote or yeah. vote here. Yeah, you yeah. can't do um, both. Cause and you obviously can't them. do both. But yeah.
1: if I want to do it here, then I have to go. But then to you have the, to register. Yeah, uh, 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 do uh, what the letter says to register. Do what yeah. the letter says to register. Yeah. So So yes. where
0: are
2: you going to vote? Are you going to vote here. Or?
1: I'm. I'm going to vote here.
0: Yeah.
2: Because that would be another, that's another... <laughs> oh, yeah, because you probably might the... not
0: even, like, they'd
2: be... Yeah, you wouldn't have able to vote in the... Yeah, oh, oh, in the Republic. Yeah, because yeah, so, I've never so been this, like... is, this shows how complicated <laughs> the whole Good Friday yes. Agreement is. I mean, What are they going to do if they extend this is, the... If... This is the... The, the yeah, thing, like, yeah. I
1: wouldn't even know who, like, how does that even work? Is it my constituency in like, um, my home time? But, I mean, as a... No,
2: because and in the North you'd be voting... As part of the, like as part yeah, of Northern Ireland, the UK. But obviously, if they're leaving, then they won't the, have. I don't
1: think I would have that. option yeah. I've never been registered. Yeah, so I
2: mean, you're your effectively college. an Irish citizen, who, but because you don't live in Ireland, you can't vote in Ireland. So you yeah. you you only really have the option of voting in Germany. Are you going to vote here, Daniel? I'm going to vote here. That yes. is like a
1: terrifying <laughs> thing. Like if,
2: mm-hmm. oh god, mm, yeah.
1: yeah. So there there you go. You're going to get a letter. I, I only know all... who
0: I'm going to vote for.
1: Who are you going to vote for? Is, do we ask that question, or is that just me as a Northern Irish person? I said that, and I was like, "Oh." No, oh God, God no! Don't ask so <laughs> Like no. it really is. Never, I mean, you never, ever, ever asked that at Oh,
0: yeah. Well, I think in because this is showbiz. You're <laughs> <to ask>. <laughs> <laughs> This is like, we're doing. We're, doing <laughs> we're, we're in the media now, yeah. The so media. You just, yeah, so we're like you know. <laughs> We're part of the mainstream media here, or maybe not. We're not <laughs> maybe, not. maybe not. We're not that mainstream. <laughs> I don't We're know not what the. That main- well, we don't have a lot of, I mean, I don't know, like mainstream implies that we have loads of listeners and we have like, well, I don't want to say how many we have, but I n- think mainstream main- just means you're I not think there's like a cut- far right at the stage, is not
2: it? Yeah. 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 Mainstream means <laughs> like, that you're not. We've got, you
1: know, we've actually <laughs> thought about what we're thinking in relation to facts. I mean, other people have, yeah. I probably haven't. Mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> but anyway,
0: I think that in a, in, I just, I don't mind volunteering the information because I was just thinking about who I was going to vote for. Right. Mm-hmm. Who's it going to be? I'm going to vote for DM25.
1: Sweet mother of Christ, what's that?
0: What's that? <laughs> as, as in, uh, it's, it's DM stands for democracy in Europe. Forgotten what the M is. <laughs> <laughs> no, <Democracy>. it doesn't. <laughs> 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 ah, it. I'm really drunk now. Uh, the point is, <laughs> I really like him. It's, uh, it's, it's, it is the, it's the leftist political movement founded by Yanis Varoufakis mm. uh, oh, two years okay. ago. And he is running in he Germany.
1: He like he's
0: from Crete. Oh, he's from Greece, yeah. It he has
1: used to be access he's Cretan. There you go.
0: He's the, he used to be the <laughs> Greek finance minister. And um, he started a political movement. Uh, uh, you know, he was the Greek finance minister. He was the far left Greek finance minister mm. during the whole Greek... <clears throat> <10th>. Euro, Eurozone crisis <laughs> thing, Yeah. yeah. And uh, he is running in Europe, uh, in Berlin, in the in the European election. Ooh! And he's uh, under his new movement called DM25, and it sounds DM meant to be like Carpe DM, like seize the day. Mm.
1: Oh, this is exciting! I'm going to go and find out about him.
0: Yeah, well, I was reading their manifesto. Is
1: easy on the eye?
0: He's well. Some I, <laughs> I, I believe that yeah. yes, I think some ladies do like him. Yes.
1: Maybe also some gentlemen, you never know. Yeah, or probably uh, people some of all genders. Too. He's
0: quite, a, he's, he's a big fella. He looks a bit like a rugby player. He's a very, he's like a, basically like a, a big Left man. wing rugby he's player. player. He is right <laughs> and he's an, And he's an economist. He knows everything yeah. about the economy. He's very Well, clever.
1: that's good because I know nothing about the economy. But
0: he's only just, like there's other people in it. Ken Loach is also a member of m 25 There's a lot of people in
1: Ken Loach is in it. Sure,
0: come yeah. on. Um. Well, anyway, I was thinking, I don't, I didn't really want to just endorse them on this thing, but I was thinking about, because we were talking about the European election, I was, thinking, yeah, I was reading we, about them this we, week. and I thought not think they're very, like, to
1: neutral, though. I, don't, not, I know,
0: like, but I could, mm-hmm. what I liked about them was because they're, they're all about, like, totally reforming the EU, they're all about, like, we've got to make it more democratic, mm-hmm. they want got to, like, introduce this stuff, and that's what sounded good to me like I, when i read the manifesto that sounds I like a positive I like, thing i was like than... you know when you read something and you realize that's what you think and you just didn't you just hadn't, hadn't really properly formulated the thoughts yeah. in your head yet and that's so what I people felt. can
1: read it and see if, if they feel the same as you they yeah. can we're not endorsing it or are suggesting that people mindlessly no. go and do that but you should go and read it yeah Is it in english
0: it's in every language
1: every language
0: okay. <laughs> not okay so it's so not every single language has ever been not like ancient sumerian probably not probably not quite a lot of the modern languages
2: that we currently have as well though am i right but if they're, they're a pan-european <laughs> thing are they so they'll probably have they're a pan-european probably, thing yeah. and you don't
0: even have to be an eu citizen to join the movement though they have a lot of american members too
1: well that's nice yeah it's nice for them to do something nice in americans (laughs) (laughs) i I, (laughs) was just i I was just
0: reading about them this week and i thought it sounded good but anyway anyway um i don't
1: know who i'm going to vote for yet but maybe i can talk about that in the upcoming weeks
0: yeah you could that's what we could do in the coming weeks we could check all the different manifestos of all the different parties
1: that would be good. Oh, God, to read German. Oh, Christ. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> anyway, on that
0: exciting note, uh, we'll end today, today's edition of Megan's Mega Can. Uh, Daniel, it's been amazing having you on. Thanks thank, very, thank you very so much, much for having me. I really enjoyed yeah, it. Like, thank you for having me. Yes. Yeah. Is brilliant. I, hope, I hope I hope I didn't
2: <laughs> hope I didn't like confuse you more about Brexit. No, no. I, it's actually very clear. Yeah, <laughs> okay. I yeah a then I've probably more. failed as well because it's not <laughs> clear. But... Yes, I know.
1: I understand the unclarity of it. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. Okay, that's good. But that's that's that was my aim. Yeah. Oh, that's so. a good way of putting that's, it. Yeah. Thought you put that I've very well.
1: Quite, I would like to say I think I've been quite good this. <laughs>
0: <part>. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I haven't no. made any
1: glaring errors. Oh God, that we always find out afterwards. I'll probably send something. Well,
0: maybe if if you do spot an error, listener, then feel free to write it on Facebook mm-hmm. in a in a friendly way.
1: Please, in a friendly way, people it's <laughs> so mean to me on Facebook this week. Anyway. Okay.
0: <laughs> Thanks very much. Have a brilliant uh, weekend. Bye. Bye everyone. Bye. 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 Bye.